You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast, the voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Welcome to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast, conversations with Christian entrepreneurs to inspire and empower Christian business owners to walk strongly in their faith. Well, build a thriving business that honors him in every way. Now, over to your host, Anne-Marie Cross. Welcome to another episode of the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast. This is episode 274, brought to you by Podcasting with Purpose, helping you to stand out, be heard, and become an influential voice in your industry with a podcast. And I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross, the podcasting queen. My guest today says you have to prepare for what you have prayed for. And join me on the show is a repeat guest because her message is just so powerful. So I have invited her back on the show. Brenda Suisis joins us again and she is the number one best-selling author of Courage to Bloom and founder of the Courage to Bloom Collective. Now on today's show, Brenda's going to share some insights to help us be reignited and inspired to believe and to dream again. She's going to talk about the struggle of a faith-based entrepreneur and intrapreneur when aligning faith and business in a secular world is seen as not so hot. And she's also going to talk about how to partner with God to unlock kingdom resources so that you will be blessed to bless others. Welcome to the show, Brenda. Thank you very much. This is exciting to be back again. I love it the show is, and I've been listening is. to a few of the podcasts too. Oh, Amazing wonderful. content. Thank you. What you're going to talk about today I think is so very important. We've had a number of uh, discussions offline as well. I mean, how many people are holding themselves back, whether they're working in their own business or whether they're in a corporate environment? And many of the insights you're going to share today hopefully will give them some courage to really um, get clarity around who they are so that they can step into the purpose we know that God has destined them for. So let's talk about some of the insights maybe that you've learned and that you share with your clients that help us reignite and even dare to believe and be inspired to dream again and then work towards our dreams. So what are some insights you want to share today? Do you know, I think for me, um, I've just come out of two meetings as well and had a conversation with a very dynamic woman, mature aged woman. And so I think um, Australia classifies mature age as over 45, believe it or not. So if you're over 45, just know you're a mature aged woman. So <laughs> so strange. Wow. But I think what has happened is many people have worked all their lives and they haven't really done the thing that they're passionate about. They've done the thing that they've had to do mm. simply because that's what either was expected of them. And that's part of I suppose the culture in in most countries even in the country that I was you know born and brought up in which is South Africa yes. is that you were you were told to go to school get an education come out of school find yourself a job and make sure that you stick with that job for the next 40 years mm. and you leave it when you get the golden handshake and you go on retirement and we all know what happens when you go on retirement you die yeah and so um you know simply put and I just thought there are so many people out there who really and truly have gifts and talents the most amazing gifts and talents who aren't fulfilling or living their potential because they're afraid to dream. Mm. They ask the question, you know, is it too late for me to start? How much time do I have left over? Um, is it going to cost me money? Um, all of those things. And the conversation that I came out of today, um, this woman was saying exactly the same thing. She said she's working with a whole lot of people. And the, the thought is, if I'm now going into my second season or if I'm stepping into the next season that I need to step into, 
what do I do when I actually have lost the capacity to dream? Mm. I don't quite know what I'm passionate about. And so I always tell her strategy is easy. You can go and Google anything. You can go onto, um, you know, onto Google, you can type in what it is and it was, it's going to throw out the strategy for you of exactly what you can do step by step. Mm. But nobody can teach you the mindset that you need to be able to implement that strategy. Yes. And that's where it all starts. It is to sit down and to do that self-audit. Mm-hmm. And we don't yes. because we either just live in a rushed world, we're too busy. Mm-hmm. We don't take time to just rest and to be. And I think there's the key. It's that being first before you can achieve anything. You need to become in your mind already the person that needs to achieve that specific dream or result that you want to do. So my first word of advice is just to go and find time to really sit down and do that self-audit. Look at the things that you can do really well. Look at the things that you love to do, things that you're passionate about. You know, they're clues throughout your life. I have an exercise that I do with many of my clients and it is almost going back in in 10 year increments and just looking at the good and the bad things that have happened in your life mm-hmm. and then seeing the thread that pulls through it because that's the key it gives you those little clues as to what were the things that you you loved as a child mm-hmm. what were the things that you could do well as a teenager what were the things that you were rewarded for recognized for when you were um you know a, a young adults working mm-hmm. in an organization mm-hmm. Those are the clues that are left behind and that you can pick up on to be able to say, that was something that I really wanted to do. And I can actually um, take those gifts that I've cultivated over that period of time and implement them into my next season that I'm stepping into right now so that I don't have to bury the dream. Yes. You know, so the being part of it is so important. It is, it's really doing that self-audit in terms of know yourself. You Mm. know, I, I think there was a little phrase, know thyself. Yes. Yeah. When we know thyself, we have to face some things that we like and that we don't like. Yeah. (laughs) And I love the way that you've reminded us to go back to that because so often as we are um, looking back to some of the things that we did enjoy doing as a child and some of the dreams as a child, life got in the way and certain uh, requirements and just a practicality can often have led us to make the decisions on the different career paths that uh, that we took. Now, something that you mentioned I just want to touch on because you're absolutely right. We can have the best strategy in place. We can have all of those things laid out and know exactly what we need to do, but what can get in the way is our mindset. Now, even in so far as to say, for some of us, we don't actually even allow ourselves to formulate or even dream about some of the things because that inner critic, again, that mindset comes up with who do you think you are you know all that inner chatter what are some insights you want to share around that because once we can address that then we can really start to dream and put ideas on paper that again we may not have even thought about since we were a young child so what are some mindset insights you can share today um well to say that um that inner chatterbox i'm like oh my goodness gracious me i'm telling you if i had to listen to that little voice that goes on in my head all day long mm-hmm. i probably would end up doing nothing or end up a basket case really because sometimes that little voice can be very vicious mm-hmm. and i think we, the first thing for us is to um identify that little voice mm-hmm. because many of us can't even identify it because it sounds so familiar yeah. it sounds even like yourself some days mm-hmm. it's like oh my goodness Did I just say that about myself? Absolutely, you must have because you thought it. 
you know, and so it's like when, you know, when we speak, when we see what the Bible says, the Bible says, take captive your thoughts. Mm. And so from a mindset thing, it might, it might sound like, oh, this is easy to do, or this isn't easy to do. But as, as, as a matter of fact, I think what you can do is you are aware of what your thoughts are. You know when you're thinking something that isn't serving you at all. You, you're aware of your mind, um, the things that you say to yourself, and you'd never say them to anybody else. You would never go and talk to a friend, a colleague, your children, in the same way as what you allow this inner mind chatter to talk to yourself, mm. whether it sounds like your mother, whether it sounds like your father or yourself, you wouldn't allow it. So the first thing is to take a stand and just say, I'm not going to allow this inner voice to control what I do and how I think from now on. Mm-hmm. Make a decision. But before that, you have to be aware that you've even got this voice and be able to identify it because I think that that's, that's a very important thing to do. Mm. So just backtracking is that self-awareness bit. And when you're aware of the fact that you've got this thing going on all the time, you can then make a decision to take captive this thought. And yeah. the minute it comes into your mind, you can, you can ask yourself, is it good for me? Is it good for others? Is it good for the greater good? You know, those three ecological mm. questions. We can then stop ourselves and say, if this thought isn't good for me, then what is it that I need to think instead? The word instead is so powerful. Mm-hmm. And to change the way in which we um, think about ourselves, what it is that we do, because it's it's only then that we can actually change our behavior and yes. our action. Yes. But you have to become aware of the thought first. And give your give your inner, your little inner critic a, a name. Um Many years ago, I did a fantastic activity yeah. with a friend of mine who's actually become a mentor in the meantime. And she said to me, give your inner critic a name. Because when you do, it's almost like it loses a little bit of its power. Mm-hmm. It no longer has that hold over you. And we know it can appear as anything. I mean, we have the horrible Helgas. We've got the terrible, um, you know, the terrible tyrants that, that mm-hmm. come around. We've got, um, I think I called... I wrote a blog post the other day about our inner imposter. It was called Freddie the Fraud, you know. And so when those people pitch up, they sound like people you know. And it's to say that isn't my voice. Yeah. Or if it is my voice, I need to I need to be conscious of what triggers this specific thing. Mm-hmm. What is it that's just triggered that me feeling like a fake? Is it me walking to a room with people that I perceive to have more knowledge or experience than what I do? So Freddie the Fraud pops up and says, oh my goodness, mm-hmm. do you think that you can even belong in this place? Yeah. Oh my goodness, if they just knew that you actually don't know anything, you know, you'd find that you don't fit here yeah. you know, and things like that. And it's just saying, no, 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 no. Yeah. I know where you're coming from. I get that you're trying to keep me safe because that's all your inner critic does is ready to keep you safe. It's like, I'm not going to accept this because by me playing small means that I can't share my gifts with the world. And I don't accept that. I'm going to step out there. And despite the fact that I'm feeling like a fraud, despite the fact that I may be feeling, you know, um, like I'm not capable of any of this or the doubt and self-doubt that floods your, you know, um, your mind and your heart and your whole body. I'm mm-hmm. still going to do this, yes. despite all those things. And to do it, take captive the thought mm-hmm. and replace it with something that's that's more serving instead, something that allows you to feel empowered, something that improves and uplifts you, something that increases your confidence. Mm-hmm. And it may be even you thinking about a time or a place where you could actually engage in a conversation or you you did um, achieve a certain level of success, success in a certain area yeah. and then tap into that time and bring that to the now because mm. there are times when you did overcome 
certain things and challenges in your life. So go back to those times that you did remind yourself. Can you remember when I did do that? I did that on my own. You know, I didn't need the help of you, you know, critic. Mm -hmm. You know, I did it on my own. So thank you very much. Take a seat in the background. I'm okay to be able to do this. Yeah, powerful stuff. So powerful. Let's talk about the struggle of a faith-based entrepreneur, maybe even an intrapreneur, um, when aligning their faith and business. And as you say, in a secular world, which is often when we talk about our faith, is seen as not so hot. So what are some things that perhaps you have done that have helped you to be able to integrate and align with your faith without really feeling pressured by what's going on around you? It's taken a long time um, to get to the specific place where I am now, Anne-Marie. It's, um, it's been a challenge and a struggle for me because I always thought that my business and my faith would be kept apart. It was mm. like they were um, put into little segments. This is where my faith pocket was. This is where my business pocket was. And this is, um, you know, that was how I thought I was going to do it all along. And then I suddenly realized that I can't separate them. They very much you know, intertwined. They mm. are, I can't do business without my faith. My faith, you know, my business hinges on everything that's faith-based. Yeah. And so um, putting myself out there in the marketplace was a little frightening to, um, the first few times. And I d- started doing that in the group that I actually have, which I've now start, decided to close down mm. um, and it will be closed in the next month because I had some people come and say to me, actually send me private messages to say, oh, you're so preachy, you shouldn't bring this um, um, into your business at all. Um, or we'll listen to what you have to say if you want to teach us about mindset strategies or business strategies, but please don't come and, be, um, you know, be mm. all religious or bring your faith-based stuff mm. into it. We don't, we don't want to listen to that. And I thought, uh, it, I actually had to think long or hard about it. And I thought, what would God want me to do? First of all, he would want me to love those people, mm. irrespective of what their thought process was. But he would also want me to take a stand for what I believe in. Mm. My business is based on faith. Um, I don't know if I've ever mentioned the dream that I had to in 2014, where I woke one morning and I and I felt like God was saying to me, "You need to build a faith-based business." Mm. And in the beginning, I didn't really know what that faith, what it what it would look like, and what it meant. But over the past few years, it's become clearer, and I know that my faith message is part of of who I am. So mm. I don't try and hide it anymore. And I use my social media not as, um, you know, as a platform, not to bang people over the head with the Bible or anything like that, but to gently introduce them to um, the concept of that, um, you know, we are, there is something bigger than, than us. Mm. And we have been created for a purpose, on purpose, for a purpose. Yeah. And um, that we have gifts and talents with which we need to share with the world. And the only way um, I can do that is for me to allow my light to shine. Mm. And I know that my light shines through all the cracks and through all the wounds that I have in my life. So as somebody who's not a perfect human being, I have got all of these faults which are, are terrible, but yet I get to embrace them. And it is through my faults that I can connect with others. Mm-hmm. And then they get to relate with me. They, they, oh my goodness, she's just like us. Oh my goodness, she struggles with the same thing. Oh my goodness, she has fear and she has doubts and she lacks confidence in certain instances or certain areas as well. Mm. And then they see how I deal with it in terms of I trust God implicitly. You know, I, um, you know, I have a special time where I sit down and everything that I do, even in my business, I give it to God. Am I perfect in that, in, in doing that every day? No, I fail as well. But you know what? I know that with, uh, I said to somebody the other day, 
I'm just interrupting my own thought process now. I um, said to somebody else the other day, they said, oh, no, um, there's this modality and that modality. Why don't we go for all of these? You know, we go and study to be coaches. Some people study to be hypnotherapists, which, and she said, why don't you want to work with me? And she, uh, she has a special modality, which I don't feel comfortable with. Mm. And the same was, you know, with hypnotherapy. I don't feel comfortable with it personally. And so I said to her, I don't feel comfortable with those certain modalities because Mm -hmm. to me, it's like, why would I choose to use a modality like that when I can go straight, Mm. okay, to God, Mm -hmm. straight to him. I have his ear. I am his daughter. He would listen to me when I sit there and I find so much peace um, when I can sit down and have a conversation with him, yeah. that it's almost in that place of peace, the answers come. Mm. So therefore, I don't need to go and, um, you know, sign up or, or pay money for these people who are offering me secular modalities to mm. try and sort out the fear or the self-doubt or whatever it is. I go straight to God. Mm. And that that the answers that I get come from him because it is a deeper connected relationship that I have with him. And in the beginning for me, it was, oh my goodness, how do I explain this to people? How do I get them to understand what it feels like mm-hmm. when you are tapped into God and, and you have strategies which are downloaded divinely from heaven? It's yeah. like, it sounds so weird. You know, it's like, will they think I'm a kook? Will they think I'm, I'm touched in my head? You know, what is yeah. it? And eventually I, um, I with so many people coming to me and telling me, don't do this and don't do that. And we, we won't work with you. And, you know, we're leaving your group and everything. I thought to myself, do you know what? I can pander to the needs of those who wouldn't work with me in any case, or I can um, create and serve those who have an ear to hear. Yes. And, um, and I believe that God has placed me in a certain space, in a certain area, in a certain industry with certain people who are waiting just for the message that I may have to deliver to them. Yes. And if I'm not obedient, okay, I could miss the opportunity of doing what God expects me to do. Yeah, and I thought powerful. to myself, when I die one day, do I want to um, die knowing that I could have gone out there and made a difference to other people's lives, but because mm-hmm. of fear of what other people would say about me, because of fear of judgment, because of doubt, and because of um, others who ridiculed me, mm-hmm. I didn't. How would that make me feel? And I decided, you know what? It's not worth the chance. I don't mm-hmm. want to take that. Op- I don't want to take that chance. I want to go full out and know that even despite the fact that people will think that I'm mad or crazy, yeah. believing in heaven and angels and all of those things, despite the fact that there will be people who are uh, totally reject the message, okay, that's, there are those that are seeking. There are mm. those that are out there who are open to receiving this yes. message. Those yeah. are the ones that I need to focus on right now, mm-hmm. you know, because it says, you know, God in all his glory and is is out there here his eyes are looking back and forth over you know over us every single day seeking the hearts of those that have softened mm. and then he places people like us on their paths okay yeah. to connect with them to inspire them to encourage them so that they may see the light through our cracks yeah i just so I'm powerful like this. i 
Yeah, it, it is. And it's as like, you're, oh as you're speaking, you know, I, I am recalling a conversation where I spoke with someone on the on the show, I can't remember what episode it was, but she works with executives and she's based in the US as well. And she said that she's very open that she is faith-based and there will be times where she will bring that in, similar to what you're saying, you don't Bible bash, but it's like if you've got a solution to their problem and it is, and it is a miracle that through sharing that, it's going to transform their lives. By not sharing that, we're actually doing someone a disservice. But to the point now that she has got people who are not Christians, yet if she might not open in prayer or do something, and they'll just wait and say, well, aren't we going to pray first? Or can you pray about that? <laughs> and exactly. those kind of things can guide people to realize, you know what, there are miracles and, and we do have a direct connection with the Creator and it by is. not saying that, you only bring half of yourself to, to the relationship. Yeah, that's true. And, you know, if I can just add on to that as well, it's like, do you know, I think we have something special and even the secular world knows this mm. because why would they come and ask us to, you know, how often do I see things in my Facebook feed from people that don't, don't they're not Christians at all. Mm. And they would say, and if you pray, please pray for this person right now, or please pray for my family. Why do they ask that? Because they know that there is power in prayer. Mm. Not just that, I believe that if we are connected and we allow God to work through us, he will give us insights, prophetic words, words of knowledge and wisdom, okay, for mm. us to be able to help that person to overcome a challenge or a problem. Mm. I have walked into businesses, right, where I have prayed beforehand and said, Holy Spirit, give me a special word for this business owner. Help mm. me to help him uncover the issues and the challenges that he's currently facing now and to solve this problem. Sat down with him and it is as if immediately it's like the, the knowledge comes to mind and you can say one thing and the business owner looks at you and says, oh, my goodness, mm. you've hit the nail on the head. So we have something that's there and it's not woo-woo in all, at all. You know, it's, it's absolutely not. It is something that can be put to use for help to help other people. Mm. And we don't realize how powerful it is. Yes. And if we're embarrassed or we're ashamed or we're afraid um, to speak about God, all I say is um, share um, your experience because mm. nobody can deny you the experiences that you have had in your mm. life. So I may be sitting with a client and while I'm not telling them what they need to do with God, because it's not mm. for my, not my place to do that, I can tell them about what God has done for me, mm -hmm. how he has, you know, suddenly I may get um, a, a post in Facebook and then, and it's got a Bible verse on it and I'll go to the Bible verse and I will read it. And then suddenly I'll get an email that confirms it. And suddenly it's like the one thing rolls out and it becomes the next step. You know, or it suddenly helps me to define the framework of a leadership model that I'm currently working on, you know, and it's like, oh my goodness, where did this come from? Mm. It's being, it's just being there and, and quietening yourself enough to know that all of these things, you know, when we are, when we have ears to hear, we get these little imprints, these little impressions inside us that lead us to the next thing. Yes. And we don't have to go and tell anybody else, you need to do this. We can just say, in my own experience, mm. okay, when I was looking for a strategy for this, this is how God helped me. Mm -hmm. And you can outline the steps that, you know, of how, how that happened in your life. And by doing that, what you're doing is you're showcasing God's glory in your mm. life in any case. Yes. You're not telling them to believe. You're telling them how God has helped you in your own life, in your own business. And they can, that seed's planted. Mm -hmm. Do you know what, Anna-Marie? I love the fact that <laughs> if we just even tell our own stories, okay, that's planting seeds in their life. Mm -hmm. We just need to plant a seed. God will come along and water it. 
Yes. You will send people to water it. That's all that needs to happen. Yeah, perfect. And I love how many of what you've just said or much of what you've just said really speaks beautifully into how you're partnering with God to unlock kingdom resources so that we can be blessed to bless others. So what are some things that you do and some insights that you can share for others who may not yet have gotten to the stage where they really do align and partner with God to unlock kingdom resources, which we know is in absolute abundance, uh, waiting there for us to tap into. Yes. And um, oh, this may really sound like I'm losing my mind. And so I'm just going to go. <laughs> which means it's going to be really powerful. <laughs> so take your notes. <laughs> take notes. Do you know what? You know, you know that prayer, our Father, which art in heaven. Mm. Okay. So that is, that is so powerful. And it says, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Mm -hmm. So for me, I take the concept of everything that is on earth right. is already in heaven. Mm -hmm. It could not have been created on earth unless it was first created in heaven because God is the creator of all things. Mm -hmm. So we have the power when we have accepted the Holy Spirit into our lives, when we are filled with the Holy Spirit, to be able to have encounters where we are able to access resources, kingdom resources, mm -hmm. okay, from heaven and manifest them here on earth, as crazy as that sounds, mm -hmm. all right? The secular world talks about the law of attraction. They speak about you being able to hold on to a thought for 17 seconds or longer and um, bringing your energy and bringing your enthusiasm and bringing your vision that you have in front of you in alignment. And if it vibrates at a certain frequency, you can physically manifest it. Mm. If we take that same principle and go and have a look at what the Bible says, right? The Bible was the one that created all of that long before the law of attraction even existed. Mm. And so if we look at in Genesis, God says he, he created the world through utterance, through words. Yeah. Okay. He, he spoke it into being. So for us, we need to, how did he do that? He unequivocally believed he could do it, obviously, mm. because he is a creator of all things. The same with us. We have that same power that God has, okay, in us. Mm -hmm. And we have all authority to use that power. It says we will be able to do even more than what Jesus did when he was walking the earth. Mm -hmm. So for me, it's like if I have that power inside me, that must make me all powerful, used in a good way. Yeah. So that means that if I see something or if there's something that I have a vision for my business, right, all I need to do is to believe it, okay, mm. to align it with God's will for me. So that means that I need to be tapped into him. I need to understand, is this the path that I'm on? Can you confirm that this is the right direction, all right? Yeah. Then pray in alignment with his will mm. and speak it into being. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that I've got to leave it right there. It means that I still need to. I am his hands and feet on this earth. Mm -hmm. That means that I still need to take action courageous action okay every day that means courageous action by getting over myself down courageous action by setting aside my fears courageous action by not listening to the naysayers but aligning with those who can support me who can um open up doors with me and in the past couple of months that's exactly what's happened in my life mm. i've changed the way in which i see myself i see myself as a daughter of the king i see myself as having access as a heir Heir, heir, or whatever it is, uh, you know, of the kingdom, and having access to everything that is in heaven. 
So if there are treasure chests in heaven, if there are business ideas, if there are new blueprints for business strategies, okay, I want those. I want those to be able to implement here on earth because why? I've got things to do over here. And so I believe that that is, that is what I have access to. And I align myself with God's will through prayer, through fasting some days, through reading his word, through connecting with people around me, right? So that I can know that I'm on the right path. And then I speak those words into being. I hold the vision in my mind as well. I make sure I even write down the vision. It says in Habakkuk 2 verse 2, write down the vision on tablets so that those who run may see it. We are instructed. Step number one, write down your vision, you know, because without your vision, man will perish. So make sure you write it down and then put into place, you know, the steps, the plan, make your plan. It says man will make his plan, but God will guide it. Mm. So if how can he guide it if you're standing this far from him, you know, very Mm. far from him? You can't. You have to draw near to God. You have to have an intimate relationship with God. Draw near to him and he will guide you so that you can walk out your plan, you know. And I think for me, doing that has helped me to increase my confidence. I have been able to connect more with people Mm -hmm. from an authentic space, knowing who I am in Christ, Mm -hmm. knowing that I actually have a secret weapon that makes me all powerful, basically used Mm -hmm. in the correct way. And it's helped me to connect with people who have opened up doors to me, to new contracts, Mm -hmm. to new training and to new frameworks. So I'm currently busy right now with the framework called the actualization Mm -hmm. and leadership model, which is specifically used and, you know, for, and um, high, you know, high level, high achieving businesswoman and corporate, um, mm-hmm. you know, woman in corporate leadership. And so, you know, it's like, where did that come from? That came from the fact that I was through me just being obedient. God said, you know, you need to pitch up at this event. I said, okay, that's great. Arrived at the event, connected with somebody new. Yeah. That somebody new opened up a door for me. That person who opened up the door sat down and said, have you considered this? And from that, the framework was born, Yeah, you know. And then the resources to be able to put it into place. Now I need, okay, God, Mm -hmm. now I need the clients to come and I need the money to be able to, you know, create these things. Mm -hmm. And it's to have that utmost belief that if he gives you that idea, Mm -hmm. there is no doubt in my mind that he's going to give you the way to do it as well. Without a doubt. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I I can absolutely agree with uh, everything that you've said because if I see aspects of directions and ideas and plans – and it's it's just being still and just saying, please, Holy Spirit, give me the give me the insights and the discernment to know what which way to go and what I need to do. And sometimes even in my writing, I'll be flapping away, and then all of a sudden it's like I just need to just focus, center, and ask, you know, commit this to prayer. And all of a sudden, words start to flow. And before you know it, it's done, and you read through it, and you think, man, that's good. And I know that it didn't really come through. You know, obviously, use some of my my skills. But it's at a deeper level that um, you could only ever hope to achieve. And you can see it is guided through. Um, it is, without a doubt. Yeah. And I think when you say even writing like that and, you know, um, writing these things, I have written stuff in my own strength and then read it and think, thought, oh, my goodness, this sounds so flat. Yeah. And then left it for a day or two, prayed about it and come back and redone it. And it just absolutely yeah. pops. Yeah. And there is a difference. It's because you're coming from a different, it's like a different level mm. with a different insight and a different perspective because Holy Spirit gives you that different perspective. It's yeah. like he reveals things to you that you wouldn't have thought about with your mm. own strength. Yes, yeah. you still need to use your own skills of 
of writing and vocabulary and all of that stuff. But let me tell you something, it is so much powerful when you do it aligned with God than without God. It's hard mm. when you do it without God. I can tell you that now. There are more days, you know, when you're sitting there and you feel, oh my goodness, I'm out of alignment. Yeah. How do you know that? Because things feel tough. Yeah. It's like you're pushing a, a rock up the uphill, you mm -hmm. know. But when you get back into that alignment, I immediately know when I'm in alignment because I have a sense of peace. Yes. A sense of peace around my decisions, a sense of certainty around who I am, a, a certain level of confidence that isn't there when I'm not in alignment. Mm. You just, and, and I can't, I, I, there is no words to describe how you know other than you know. No. You know, that's right. And it, <laughs> you is, know. and it is hard to explain unless someone has actually experienced it. And, and you know, even in the, the times where there is an issue and you can go down the pathway of working yourself up to, and, and it happened to me just probably a couple of, about a month or so ago where I was walking down the stairs to my office and had all of this mental clutter going on and I thought, no. God has a has a design. He's got a, a plan, and I'm going to trust that um, He will let me know what that is. And then in the, did my um, prayer reading, uh, my meditation, and then all of a sudden I had some ideas. And before I knew it, I was mapping out what now is becoming um, kind of the program that we're going to launch. Now, had I not done that, I know that I would never have come up with that idea. And yeah. it's done and in that peace, that sense, as you say, that sense of peace that, you know, you know what, and you've been guided and, and then you're writing and, and again, guided and writing. And it's, it really is in, incredible when, as you say, when you partner with God and allow him to speak in and through you that way. It is. And sometimes it takes time. You know, yeah. you've been working as the podcasting queen for ever and a day, it seems, in any case. <laughs> you know, it sounds like, oh my goodness, you're just, you know, you've perfected every single part of it as well. But sometimes it's like it, it is at one level and then suddenly something happens and you realize there's a whole new level yes. that I can actually bring in. But I, mm. and it's, and, but I, 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 you know, it's like you would never, it didn't materialize until now. Why not? Because you were in preparation. Yes. Why? Because there's certain steps that you had to go through. There were certain things that you had to do. There's certain things that you had to fine tune. Mm. God is a, a refining God. Yeah. He wants to re refine our processes. He wants to refine you. And he does this by using things that are abrasive sometimes. Yes. And those are, it could be your challenges. It could be the little pitfalls that you, you know, the stumbling blocks that you experience in life. And you are meant to have those. Mm. And anybody who tells me, oh, no, I want a life that is pitfall-free, I'm saying not on this planet, not on this planet, because we are meant to have pitfalls. Yeah. The fact is they create brilliance in you. They help you to think. They think of new ideas and, and you know, become resilient and become stronger. Because why? The platform that is being prepared for you, okay, mm. needs you to be at a certain level. And if you haven't gone through those things, you cannot step onto that platform, yeah. which means that he takes you through. He's not going to give you more than what you can chew. Mm. Yeah, you can force it if you want to. And I can assure you that that, that success that you achieve will be um, not as, um, it, you will you'll not find as much satisfaction yeah. in it as what you do when you do it his way. Mm -hmm. It may take slightly longer, but when it comes, it's better. It is bigger. It has a, a, a much stronger impact and it's, it's, it's fulfilling because why? That platform has been prepared and you are prepared for the platform. Yes. Beautiful. And we could end on that and just share with people, <laughs> Brenda, I uh, loved our conversation today. What is the best way for people to connect with you, reach out and find out more about the awesome work that you're doing? 
Um, Anna Marie, they can always find me on Facebook. You know, I'm a little bit of a um, social media addict. Mm -hmm. so I, should I say that? <laughs> I love my social media. Mm -hmm. um, so Facebook under Brenda Ansiosis, that is my personal um, Facebook page. Um, also, you can find me on my website, which is www.brendasiosis.com. Mm -hmm. It is undergoing a huge, beautiful revamp right now to take into consideration this new direction that I'm going in and to bring in all this beautiful stuff. Yeah. But that's where they can find me. Love to be able to connect with you. Make friends with me on Facebook and let's get a conversation going. Great. Well, let's just finish with a word of prayer and ask for God's blessing um, as you continue to evolve and bring to life what he's now um, directing you. So shall we just end with a word of prayer? Thank you. Okay, let's pray. Father God, thank you for the opportunity to speak with Brenda today and the many insights that she shared. Father, yes, you have destined for us, each and every one of us, and of course Brenda today as well, a plan. And so often we're busy rushing around, um, being bombarded with things that the world is trying to tell us, whereas it, we are reminded that in the Bible, the words that are there, the sword of the Spirit, we need to lean into you, into prayer, and just ask you for your guidance what is your will and when we do that Lord the plans that are revealed as Brenda confirmed today the plans that are revealed that are Holy Spirit led are amazing are awesome and authentic for each and every one of us so father we just want to pray for everyone who's listening today that they too will be inspired to take some time to sit with you to commit it to prayer to read the word so that they too can hear your voice father we just want to uplift and and uh, hold brenda in our prayers as she continues to uh, rebrand as she continues to roll out the new programs that she has been working on will you continue to bless her business will you continue to open the doors that align with your will and close those doors that are not your will that are not in alignment with what she is doing or where you want her to go so that she can focus wholly and solely on what the plans that you have and we know that they are awesome father and we just want to thank you for the time and for how we've been blessed through hearing her share her insights today and we ask this in Jesus' precious name amen Amen. Thank you so much for coming on the show uh, again. And of course, we'll put all of those links to, to connect with you on the show notes as well. AmbitiousEntrepreneurNetwork.com forward slash TCE274. Thanks once again. You've been listening to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast, brought to you by PodcastingWithPurpose.com. Stand out, be heard, influence. Want to influence real change with your own podcast? Access our free podcast training, including no-cost and low-cost tools and podcast production workflow checklist to get you started at www.podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash mini training. That's podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash mini training. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.